0: accents by hating justice then you come to the right
1: place i don't have it this weekend of Susanna because you know I'm sick and you're trying to, to drive me crazy I'm just distracted this week my case is called the wrestling fan what's your case called
0: a third time not a charm okay
1: sure anything goes my case this week it's probably a little bit more light for my taste but that's at the request of Susanna because yes. Susanna said her case is heavy that's the only information she gave me. Also, I really didn't want to do anything too heavy because I am recovering from the flu.
0: Or whatever it is that you what, or, or the
1: monkey, monkey Whatever pot. it is it is I have. I don't have monkey pots. do you? I'm not covered in little boils. Maybe this is an variation already. No The minus monkey I refuse to accept any other Any any other diagnoses When the good doctors at Sunnybrook couldn't even do it Okay <laughs> I, have a, I have a very wet cough I'll tell you that much Especially <laughs> since it is alleged That I got the call from <laughs> one of her <laughs> <or> two children <laughs> Bitch No 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 Okay No 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 I love Karen yes. No Karen <laughs> spend with you like Two seconds. Karen is the only
0: person with the flu that I let right up in my face in the last week. Well, that, that's <laughs> a testament to your weak immune system. <laughs> 100%. I
1: never said that my immune system was made out of anything substantial. Were, like, do
0: you know when the call is ascent, asymptomatic? It have no asymptomatic calls.
1: <laughs> what is wrong Why with the asy- Actually, you know, I'm saying it have no asymptomatic call. And, you know, I just actually don't know. But it don't sound right. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like that's a thing. If you've got any complaints about my voice, I don't give a fuck, cause this is the only one I have. Okay, so we'll see. But I get sent some sweet, sweet antibiotics soon. <laughs> so that. <I'm> <laughs>
0: <laughs> my sweet at the best. This will be a thing
1: of the past. Hopefully, by a couple days from now, you know. Oh. But you know what I also want to say is I was supposed to go see about my passport. Right? So I took the day off from work. I had a, a sanctioned day away from the office with the express intention to get my passport. And then I got so sick, I got fever and everything. I never made it. If the people who (laughs) run Service Canada listen to to this, this, could you please just let me
0: in the line at the front so I can get my fucking passport? I have an idea. You go... Uh then people start moving and moving and moving that's how
1: you make it up that was the one perk to being at the hospital on Sunday, nobody wanted to sit next to me Mm -hmm. because they all thought I had COVID And I've been making some questionable decisions since I got the <laughs> yeah. phone. I am now the brand new owner of a Walmart credit card that I didn't want.
0: <laughs> just You see that happen when you don't have the question. Because
1: I went to Walmart
0: and I just wanted to get the Fanta so that I could take the tablet. And <laughs> while I'm in the
1: checkout, the lady, she just got me so turned around. She's like, do you want a Walmart card? I was like, yeah you know because no no i thought it was a points card like i could get points you know and then she started asking all these questions and i kept answering the questions and i kept thinking these are really invasive for a points card you know and then it was much later when i realized you never paid for those items because your brand new credit card paid for the items and i can't cancel it because i have to get the card first <laughs>
0: Here, trying to get a, cool, a cold beverage so you can drink your pills. And you come out of the Walmart with a brand new credit card.
1: <gasps> Is there anything else we want to talk about?
0: Oh, yeah, Johnny
1: Dunn. Yes, tell them how you feel.
0: I feel lost. I feel I know nothing. What did I watch? which news did i follow
1: like what did you used to do before before
0: johnny that heard right like i heard the whole arguments for his arguments yeah. the closing the, arguments? the closing argument yeah honestly i can understand two things mm-hmm. from somebody that's terrified talking into in public they did they make their points yes but they looked that they were reading a lot Whereas the other two useless guys were like talking and talking. Like the one thing they prepared for was that closing argument. Mm. Yeah, but the thing
1: is, is that I feel like if Johnny's closing arguments are shrouded in fact, mm-hmm. and when you're committed to facts, you will focus on your notes because you're not trying to deviate from facts because you have so many facts. Her team have no facts. So they're allowed to get up there and wing it. Because they're making up shit on the
0: fly. I really, 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 really do hope that he never abused her. That he never. Because there is a part of me that wants to believe that no woman. That this woman. I'm going to say no woman. But that this. This woman. Didn't say in front of everybody that he's sick. Like he. She's so sick. I believe she's sick. That she's so twisted that she sat down there saying all these
1: things. Honestly, Susanna, I think it has some people where their hate for other people outweighs everything else. Susanna and I were talking before we got on the mics and we were saying how people are really, really harsh. Like, I might not feel sorry for her because I don't believe her to be innocent. However yeah, I'm yourselves. not gonna be like, like I can kill be yourself here. or something crazy. Yeah that's too like, much. Or or that's too much.
0: Or oh I'm gonna kill your your daughter that's, like, that's you are not deserve to be No dead. to be fair.
1: I haven't seen those.
0: She's saying that those are the threats she's getting. From the out. internet is like that. How long do we have to wait? for these people to decide
1: that she's guilty <laughs> it's happening right now they're deciding so, they're relaxing you know honestly if I had been one of those jurors they would have to kick me out because in the middle of the chat I'd be like bitch you did it
0: <laughs> 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 well, every time Cam- Camila goes and says oh like you- yeah." yeah!
1: For sure, I knew I had to kick my ass off the jury. Because I was not. I knew. I know. I would <laughs> Demons, not. Demons. Demons. I would not be. Don't look at her. I wouldn't make it. Like, if I was like Juror number 29, they would be like Juror number 29. You need to calm yourself. I would have been like, but you're guilty. <laughs> and you know you're guilty. <laughs> But, you know, I often wonder if I would ever, like, this might come back to bite me in the ass in the future. I really want to get, like, called for jury duty. And I I want it to be something sensational. But I won't say anything to anybody, I promise it. On the record right now, Promising, okay? So I don't want (laughs) it to be like, oh, she's (laughs) going to talk about it. No, I would never, okay? I would never. I just want my chance (laughs) because I think I would enjoy it so much. That's so twisted.
0: I think I would enjoy it so much. What's
1: your profession? I'm a professional juror. I don't want to be a professional
0: juror. Why not? But I
1: will say this. I think you're
0: very good at it. I
1: don't want the weight of deciding somebody's life. So what do you
0: think they're doing? Don't put me...
1: No. This is money. Okay? I'm talking death penalty. You can die kind of cases. I don't want one of those. I don't think it's gonna sit. If if they put me for a racist, I'll be like, it won't sit. No, it won't sit. I know, know, I know me. Like I think, I think when you, I think it's easy to say that you'll side with saying yes to the death penalty, but then when you're sitting there in the moment, let's say you need to have a unanimous decision, right? And you've got eleven people saying. He did it. He did it. And it's up to you. You're the last Depending person to what decide. Let them. I'm like, oh, Kill God. Him. Like, you know, now I'm going to be him. the one Kill deciding. It. I'm yes. the decider. No.
0: What the fuck are you? Put? Like, you oh. have taken 11 people on your shoulders and be like, am I the last one? As if there, I wouldn't want such a deba- I, would you I, do I would feel do so yourself? bad exactly. This is for? why, and that's why you be? You have to be living me. Oh, who wants to go fair Me, me, me. Do not <laughs> the last <one. laughs> If you, that's your concern. Me, 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 or you'll be the third. I just, I just honestly, like, I feel
1: like, just the thought of putting somebody who was. If there was if if there was even a little bit of doubt, I would really struggle to say guilty, and that is because if there was doubt. But that's the prosecution's job. Canadian people, the please
0: listen defenses to this. job. this. will drag this shit. To the <laughs> 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 it's the defense's job to. You're not defending. You're not deciding. You're deciding. You're, deciding. You're not defending da- shit.
1: Prosecution's job is to prove without a reason mm. of doubt. That, you know, the prosecution's job is to make me understand that they have no way this is not true. And the defense's job is to be like, "Eh eh-eh, you know, think about this. And so I'm just saying, I would be very fair. Maybe a little too fair. All I can say. And then, look how I talk myself out again in my jury duty. They'll be like, we don't want to pay for you to figure it out. All right, let's get into it because I only have so much voice. We know about wrestling? The Rock is coming from wrestling. Yeah, sure. Not that kind of wrestling. So that's like that's like TV wrestling. That's like WWE. I actually used to watch that for a while. It have like quite the storyline that's been going on. This one steal this one girlfriend. Oh uh, what? All kinds why, of stuff. You, I'm you, telling you, stage you, <laughs> for I'm just telling you what the stories were like. in the in the WWF, which was World Wrestling Federation. Listen, oh, I don't know what WWE versus WWF is. I know WWF was World Wrestling Federation. And that WrestleMania, I used to watch that. And you used to have, oh, and you should see, they used to tag in people and jump and ba ba And, you know, and you just have a whole storyline going on in the background. This is not that. This is like the legitimate Olympic wrestling. Okay. Okay.
0: Not like the sumo.
1: No, not sumo either. Just okay. regular, everyday, but Olympic wrestling.
0: Stakes are high, okay? Anyway. Does the wrestling does it look like they have one very, very tiny bodysuit? They the all the wear long, that, yes, with the long, with long the, straps and the pom-pom shorts. Yes, yes, that one. And the one that covers yes, the man nipples. Yes, the covers the movies,
1: yes. Okay, okay. So Dave Schultz. Born David Leslie Schultz was an American and a seven-time world and Olympic medalist in the sport of wrestling. I said that first to let you all know how important he was to the sport, okay?
0: That will mean nothing to me because I don't know if everybody's but, like a set eight.
1: Okay, but you know, but he, he won Olympic medals and that should impress you, you don't just get to the Olympics from doing good in
0: primary school. It, wh- what if there's like a nobody else fighting? And the whole and country. Making, and you're making and up the the whole rules. country. And you're making up the rules. So
1: you're the only person. Yeah. Who did you fight to get there yourself? There's somebody that, that's less oh than me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so No. Okay. Anyway, even though he was extremely good at, at wrestling, the road to success was not simple or easy. When he was younger, Dave was overweight. So he would get teased by his school bullies for his size. As if that wasn't enough for a young boy to manage, he was also dyslexic. No,
0: I'm and cool.
1: Susanna, I'm cool. <laughs> listen, y'all, I'm if Susanna laughs in the middle of this, it's because she fucking drinking our cider, okay? <laughs> no, I just thought <laughs> sit on them. And well, given the time period, because this was the '60s or '70s, oh shit, it, he was interpreted as having mental disabilities. But you know, he used it to his advantage, turned things around. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, Dave, dyslexic. Dave, and. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole
0: you such a dumbass <laughs> said I did you
1: You're such a prick
0: to <laughs> <such a> <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready now? <laughs> Please tell me you didn't like. they didn't. They did Yes. <laughs> I am <your> All right.
1: <laughs> Dave. Both Dave and his brother Mark actually had strong skills in wrestling. So the both of them actually quite good. they didn't talk much about Mark' childhood and like if he was mistreated and whatnot. But actually, I have a little note here that both of them were the only two brothers in sports history at the time of the article I found, to win freestyle wrestling medals in the Olympic Games in 1984 and the World Championships, where Dave won in 1983 and Mark won in 1985. And they were honored by then President Ronald Reagan. But they were able to become professionals at the sport, so much so that they caught the eye of the wrestling super fan. John DuPont. John was a member of the prestigious DuPont family who were considered somewhat American royalty. Uh, Americans don't have a royal family. I think when they just have like the uber
0: rich, they classify (coughs) them as like royals, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That would be the Kardashian?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the name behind the DuPont chemical company, the prestigious family... They raised thoroughbred horses and they were exceedingly wealthy. And by proxy, as their heir, John, was also exceedingly wealthy. Mm -hmm. But wealth didn't buy everything and John had a bit of a sad upbringing himself because his parents and his siblings ignored him and he spent most of his childhood all alone. In fact, he thought he was friends with the son of the chauffeur. But then he found out That his mother Paid him To pretend That he liked him So You know That didn't go down Too good So he was Always lonely As a child And he didn't have Any friends And stuff But later in life John would excel In his studies And he earned A doctorate In natural science And he even Founded the Delaware Museum Of Natural History Because you know You can do shit Like that When Mm -hmm. you have That kind of Fucking money You can found A museum Just to remind you All that he's also Exceedingly wealthy But even though he had all of his you know professional credentials and academic credentials he still found joy in wrestling now he tried out other sports i read i think he was good at swimming Mm -hmm. and he had even almost made the olympic team for it was either swimming or some other sport right but his obsession was wrestling it's theorized that he may have been obsessed with the sport because he was forbidden from playing contact sports due to an earlier injury. He had lost his two, yes two testicles in a horse riding incident years earlier and because of this he wasn't allowed to competitively wrestle. Not wanting to miss out on the fun, John couldn't throw his body around on the mat but he could throw his money. So in 1985, Mm -hmm. he opened a 14,000 square foot training center on a facility he named Foxcatcher Farms. Mm-hmm. And he became a financial supporter of the USA Wrestling, I think, Society. Or, or is it just called USA Wrestling? Which were basically like the people who were the official ones in charge of national wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And he was giving away millions to them, millions to them. So they were happy. They were getting attention. He built this brand new training facility. It was like, hey, if you like wrestling this much, we Let's appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. Team Foxcatcher was supposed to be a team of champions, and John was making sure they were getting the financial support they needed. But to make his dream come true of his team taking off, he needed the right coaches, and for that, he went to Mark Schultz.
0: Okay. The brother. The
1: brother. Mm-hmm. But Mark didn't last long with John and his team, the Foxcatching team, because he couldn't stand John. John was obsessed with... And he always wanted to be involved with everything. And according to Mark, he treated him like a trophy to display instead of, like, an actual contributing member of the team. So Mark was out. He was like, nah, nah, nah I can't deal with John. Okay. So who steps in? Dave. Dave was a lot better at handling John. And his whims. And so for that, he take over from Mark coaching and also doing his training at Foxcatcher Farms. Because he was going for another bid, another round at the Olympics, Olympics right? Yeah. So he was going to get a chance to train. And he was getting a chance to train other people. It was perfect. Dave probably related to John, even though he was a little odd. Because he knew what it was like to get bullied and mistreated, mm-hmm. remember? So even though... John continued to get more and more eccentric by the day. Because remember, all he have is money and time. Dave stood by John and by Foxcatcher Farm, Even though John was eccentric at best. And I like how when people have money, they just call them eccentric. But when you're poor, you're just fucking crazy, you know? Thank you. But what happened on January 26, 1996 was still entirely unexpected. Around 2 p.m. on this day, John's security consultant, Patrick Godal, drove John over to Dave's house for what seemed like a regular social visit. According to Patrick, when they pull up by Dave, Dave was happy. Dave greeted him saying, Hi, boss, with a smile and a wave. In response, John pulled out a gun (gasps) and screamed, You got a problem with me? And open fire shooting Dave to death on the spot. Now, in the melee, Patrick jumped out of the car to check on Dave. As well as pull out a gun. He had like a gun, I think, like by his ankle holster or something mm-hmm. like a secret gun. Because remember, he's security. Mm-hmm. To pull on John. Because he's like, I don't know what John's going to do next. Yeah. But John was unbothered. John jumped in the car and he drove his ass back home to the mansion. Where he barricaded himself inside. Lock himself up. Nobody could get him. So for two days John was inside his mansion in a standoff with the police. (laughs) Right. He's there and
0: they're like, No, I'm not coming up.
1: To be fair, like even our mansion, this is this is this is a segue, but like covid was different for people with mansions than regular people mm-hmm. you could have you could have gone somewhere when you live in a mansion every day you're going to a new location <laughs> you know you can go from over here let's go to the west End. let's go exactly then we go to the east side today we're gonna take a trip we're gonna sleep in the north side you know we're gonna sleep in the, By pool the by the horses. Yeah? Let's put the tents and have a camp. Exactly. Out. So like, I know I don't really feel like he was under any kind of pressure for them. Two days in the mansion, he probably didn't even get around to the whole property. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the police tried everything to get John out of the house, but he refused, of course. But in the end, you know how they get him out? food no they turn off his heat and he get cold and when he (laughs) got cold me (laughs) that would have gotten me out because i can't handle being cold so apparently he gets so cold he surrendered to the police right (laughs) so why the hell did john kill dave according to dave's wife nancy is because he was insane that was all she said when when in 911 operator asked why did he shoot him she shouted because he's insane Mm. and that was probably true now, to be fair, John enjoyed alcohol and a little bit of cocaine. But I'll come right out and say I thought some of his choices didn't seem all that unhinged to me, personally. Now, they're making a case that he was crazy, and they put out some things that he did. And when I read it, I'm not going to lie to you, some of them seem fine to me.
0: Mm? Okay, let's, let's hear it.
1: He opened fire on a flock of geese. Because he became convinced they were using dark magic against him. I put a note here saying that's valid. Because, because we live in Canada evil. and geese are evil. Okay? So I read that. I didn't even feel. I was like, mm, okay. That seems logical. Mm. He got rid of all the treadmills in the facility because he believed they were turning back time. Also <laughs> also valid, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Have you okay. ever run on a treadmill? It does feel like if the time is going backward. Yeah, it doesn't. You never go forward.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. Once again, you. I don't think he's crazy. You. I'm with you. For All the right. Refers, we don't do cocaine. We don't we do cocaine. do but alcohol, but no cocaine. Those two I went, that seemed valid. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then
1: for this one, he thought that Disney characters were hiding on his property. And that the trees were uprooting themselves and walking around any night. Now I put that I saw Toy Story, and I think that this. <laughs> the is toys crazy. walk, yes. Once again, I was not that tripped up by this <laughs> because after Toy Story, you can't tell me you didn't open the door crack to see if your toys was playing with each other. Mm. You can't do that. Or,
0: or when I when I stumble them, I said I'm sorry. Or oh, when you like on, oh, or oh, because
1: they're <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because then they'll feel that later. Yeah, you know? Anyway, he did have a couple other things that were a little bit nuts. Um, He had security check the floorboards and secret tunnels to catch the people who he said were spying on him. He kicked out all the black wrestlers and then said that Foxcatcher was now a KKK organization. (laughs) And he pulled a machine gun on one of
0: the wrestlers,
1: okay? So he was just getting
0: increasingly
1: unstable. And 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 nobody could
0: report him because he had the monies.
1: Well, they said when his mom died in 1988 Is when he really started to lean into his eccentricity mm-hmm. And the wrestler who he pulled the machine gun on Said that he did make like a report But like you said You know, he owns everything mm-hmm. I don't think it went anywhere At John's trial His lawyers tried to blame everything on Patrick You know, Patrick, the security You take him on the drive <sighs> Saying that he was Why feeding, did he drive him? No, yeah. he was feeding John's paranoia so like, get this. So like, he was like, you know how John was asking them to go walk around the property and look for the people who spy on him so and the Disney he characters. He did follow,
0: follow fucking
1: instructions. Yes. Yeah, so, so if it is that he sent Patrick to go look for fucking Mickey Mouse because they're amazing Disney As characters. I said no
0: more, sir. This counters are overtime. Exactly. <laughs> Let me go and look for it. <laughs> I've know? been looking
1: for Mickey Mouse uh, the whole time. And you start saying Mickey Mouse clubhouse. I'm mean, I mean, looking for. Him. you know what I mean. That does anybody with a regular job who just yeah. Get paid. But they tried to blame Patrick and to say how he was feeding his paranoia. And John tried to enter a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. At the time, the county district attorney dubbed John the wealthiest murder defendant in the history of the United States. Although John's lawyer tried to make a case for his insanity, the prosecution pointed out that after he went and shoot the man, he jumped in his car, went home, and barricaded himself, which means he obviously knew mm-hmm. what he did was wrong in 1997. After seven days of deliberation, the jury found John guilty of third-degree murder or murder without premeditated intent and mentally ill. The compromise verdict meant that John received a sentence of 13 to 30 years in prison. But on December 9, 2010, he died in prison at the age of 72. Now, that, there was a big difference there. Instead of saying, oh, he was not guilty because he was insane. They're saying, no, he had he mentally ill. Mm-hmm. We know he have something going on. But he but was he knew. aware enough mm-hmm. when he killed this man.
0: Yeah,
1: And to this day, Nobody knows why. He went ahead and killed him. He killed him. He, he killed an Olympian, a wrestling Olympian, who just said, last words he said in his life were, Hi, boss. boss. And a smile and a wave. And he, boop, boop, boop. And that was it. Now, Dave's dad, Philip, had said, quote, the fact that he's officially gone is almost a moot point. I did forgive the man for what he did. I never forgave the act. And then his brother was mad because Netflix apparently has a documentary called Team Foxcatcher. Okay. And it's funny, I read this whole thing not knowing about this Netflix show until it got referenced in one of the articles. Mm -hmm. And I have to go watch it now because Mark apparently got really mad when he saw it because the documentary implies That he and John had some sort of like relationship Mm -hmm. that went beyond employer-employee. And he did not want anybody to believe that he was carrying on any kind Mm -hmm. of affair or relationship with the man who killed his brother. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit irresponsible of Netflix if that's the case where, you know, to imply something that's not true. Maybe um, it is
0: and he doesn't just want to.
1: It's possible. I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. If you've seen Team Foxcatcher, please feel free to weigh in in the comments. I, like I know, I know this case is light for me. Normally, I have a lot more drama. No, that's a good. A lot more murder. A lot more... Mm. But like I said, I'm coming off of the flu. And then I came across this case and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So I am going to watch the documentary though and I'll let you know what, what I happened? think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. So that's the case of the wrestling I fan. When did you
0: say no? When do you say no to your bosses?
1: When do you say no? I'm trying to... Listen, I want to say this. I want to say this publicly. I don't think I was meant to work. <laughs> I was telling Susanna this before we got on air. I was like, Susanna, I just don't think I'm meant to work. Like and I just need to
0: find something to get us money. Only funds will be only fats.
1: No, you know the girl who was selling her fats in the jar till she got herself in the hospital because she was only eating beans and protein powder. Mm-hmm. She is now selling her boob sweat and making $5,000 no. a day. Listen, you know how much money it <laughs> <we're> Exactly. <making. laughs> and she's making $5,000. What the fuck is that? Selling her boob sweat. Like,
0: what the hell is she eating that she's sweating so much? Do you want to see a picture? Yes. Let me show you a picture of her.
1: But I think it might be because she looks like this. Hmm. Yeah. So, but what. Just Okay, you have a girl and she hot, right? Okay, she arguably is very attractive. What does having her breast sweat do for you? Like sexually. You understand what I mean? Or do you just want to support her? Is it that you just want to support her? You're eccentric. Eccentric like John was eccentric.
0: And then you want the sweat for the girls. You're not paying $5,000 in boob sweat. You know, she's making
1: $5,000 in boob sweat. What the
0: fuck is buying I. This is the question I have. Like somebody that has the money to buy that sweat can pay for bunny's surgery. Exactly. If you're buying
1: breast sweat online, please reconsider and use that money to support my dog's surgery. (laughs) Like, it's not that I don't want to work, I just don't want to work for the hamster wheel. Yeah. Like, I just feel like you know like whenever summer comes around it's like a seasonal depression <laughs> what the fuck cuz you know how everybody yeah, gets there the winter, the winter and
0: she's like oh, no because in winter
1: here. there's nothing to do right Love but cancer. you you might as well just go ahead and work it's gloomy outside mm-hmm. be inside in the office where it's warm just go ahead and do whatever work but when it's summertime and have so like it just <laughs> The, the sun. Just the sun the is heat. there. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to move to Europe. It have a meme where it's like, these are European summer messages versus like American or North American summer messages. In Europe, it's totally normal to take huge blocks of time off. Yeah, the summer. So they say, oh, um, I'm away from work for the rest of July and August. Please feel free to leave a message or contact the North American branch if you need urgent (laughs) help or something, right? And then for a North American Away from Work message is I'll be at work away from work for three hours getting my kidney removed, but I'll be right back as soon as the procedure is done. done. Yeah. And that's how it is.
0: Like when will we wise up? This is not a way to live. Okay. I don't care about the work. I just feel that the work I'm doing is not getting me where I want to.
1: That's fair too. I think that we're all doing life upside down, like you know what I mean. Like you're only here for a finite amount of time, and just the thought that you're gonna spend fifty of, let's say, let's say you happen to live to eighty years, and you're gonna spend fifty years or sixty years of your life Working. working in our office for somebody else for their dream for their legacy and for what so that you could retire but not even really afford to fully retire and then you probably have to take on a side job just so you can make it through your retirement no everybody's doing they've been doing life wrong and they're gonna come for me you know because they don't want me to inspire the masses <laughs> So all those, if I die, the rich people killed me because I'm out here trying to build a following of people who want to live better. And when I say live better, I mean live with intention. I want to live with intention. I want to be like, hey, look, we're going to go do this. We're going to support this, support charities, travel here, Do do things that are meaningful,
0: you know? All right, tell me about your case. Clara Tapia was born in Tewalta, Tewalta, Tewaltla, Well, whatever, Mexico. It's Spanish. Why don't you? It's not. They have a a bunch (laughs) of Indian names or Azteca names or whatever names that are very hard to pronounce. Okay. So (laughs) no, she has been a victim of violence since she was ten years old. She started university. I mean, she grew up, not at ten years old. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. People be coming. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) she's a genius oh my god (laughs) sheldon uh she started university to become a nurse but couldn't finish because she got pregnant and got expelled from university she expelled because she got pregnant or Mm. she
1: was i knew you had questions Mm -hmm.
0: i don't have the answer but i I i have assumptions okay when you are pregnant i heard that there are certain careers certain programs that if your GPA goes lower than this, you stop having, you stop going into. You yeah, stop, but you get expelled.
1: No, 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 no. Expelled seems like a strong term. Like there's one thing for you to be like. So, like in Trinidad, the school I used to go to, mm-hmm. um, the university. If you don't do well for first semester the next semester you have to meet with like an advisor and then the next semester you get put on like a almost like a academic Mm -hmm. warning like we're watching you to see how you do for the next term and then if you don't resolve they ask you to take time from school Mm -hmm. you've not been expelled but you're asked to take time away from school and then come back or change your program okay but expelled to me sounds like you're You're lit the principal
0: office on fire Yeah, no. No, it could be a translation thing. Okay. When she told the father of the baby that she was pregnant, he left Clara. So now she's a single mom of her daughter, Gabriela. Years passed. She's a single mom. Clara couldn't finish nursing school. And she started a relationship with another man. I don't have the name. Okay. Okay. They get married and have two kids. Rebecca and Ricardo. This man was an alcoholic. He was physically abusive towards Clara, and eventually he left to the United States and never made contact again. So now, again, single mom, but three kids. Clara started working as a janitor. That's an honest uh, job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. At a school in Iztapalapa. And because she was the janitor, th- she was allowed to live within the school property.
1: Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. So now Clara is there with her three kids. Does she get a break on rent? Does she get to live different. For- I would think so. Oh, that'd be nice. Okay. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But still, three kids one income. She wanted to save money to buy a house. So she decided to take a second job as a cleaner, like after work cleaner. At this job, she made acquaintance with the security guard of that place. His name, Jorge Antonio Iniesta. On October 25th, 2004, Jorge and Clara went on a date. He was charming. He was... Courtes, he talked about books, movies, and plans that he wants to do and have with her. He was, you know, full on flirting, I want to get mine. And Clara was impressed. Jorge said he was an accountant and that he had the security guard job as a hobby because him and his family have enough money to sustain themselves. Like this is just like a side job. Clara was so excited that Jorge showed interest in her that she told him everything. She shared her abuse as a kid. She shared her struggle with her now Mm ex-husband and Jorge encouraged her to report the ex-husband for child support, like, you know, past child support, mm-hmm. even took her to the court, not on the first date, I'm guessing, because that will be a very busy first date. Let me hear impress you. Oh, you're telling me your shit, let so solve right away. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. But they went together to report the ex-husband for child support. Mm-hmm. Right? By January 2005, Clara and Jorge were leaving together. Since he is an accountant, he said, he need to be in charge of all the, the family finances. Of course. So while part of the living arrangement is that the man is the one controlling all of them finances. So when Clara will make money and she get paid, she is to give it to him. Wow. And he is to control. Wow. Right? Jorge will buy presents for the kids and slowly earn their trust. Mm. Kids are kids. you come with a present and you get close and wow, well, that's how we get. Them. That's. Good that's how some people yeah. get) <laughs> I was like, I'm not any better than a child. Right away, horror became verbally abusive towards Clara. But the worst is about to happen. On March 25th, 2005, so that's only two months after they start living together, Mm -hmm. Clara was woken up by the screams of her daughter, Gabriela. She's 15 years old. Gabriela was in shock and started to cry. When she found Jorge raping her sister, Rebecca, 12 years old, Clara was in shock. When she confronted Jorge, he said he was in love with Rebecca. That relationship for 13-year-olds are common. And if she were to go to the police, since he's an accountant and she's just a janitor, and they will not believe her. I feel
1: like pedophile trumps all of the other things. Mexico. Let's cover these fucked up stories. Fast forward to 2006. So he didn't go to jail nothing? She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything? Mm -hmm. So what about Rebecca? She's just like, okay, um, you just want me to continue living with this man who did this to me?
0: Hold your horses. You're going to get even more. By 2006, Jorge was sexually abusing both Girls, mm. Rebecca and Gabriela. he have locked them in a room. He sealed the window so they will have no contact with anyone, including their own mother. Rebecca and Gabriela were not allowed to use even the bathroom outside the room, so they will do her their necessities inside the room. They were they not had a bathroom in the room. No. Who was responsible to clean that? No. The son. Ricardo, the sexual abuse will happen in the room. Ricardo was also asked to sell cardboard and give the money to Jorge. On the days that Ricardo wouldn't bring any money out of selling cardboard, he will get a beating.
1: I thought Jorge was so rich. Mm? Mm -hmm. Mm? I thought he rich. What he need Ricardo to sell cardboard for.
0: Jorge has straightened Clara of killing her son, Ricardo, if she report him. In exchange for information about her daughters, Clara had to give Jorge all the money she earned. If she wants to know about her daughters, she will have to give him the money. Sometimes, in good days, he will move the, um, the things from the window and she could pick and see them, and then he will close. What
1: the fuck is this story, Susana? It's so stupid.
0: From June 2007, Until 2009, somewhere 2009, Clara and her son Ricardo were living in the attic. So they were out of the house. Well, they're upstairs. Yeah, but still, like, you have no other access just Mm -hmm. to the attic. Clara and Ricardo were eating from the school garbage. They're still the school premises, right? And Jorge had in place a point system. If... Clara and Ricardo comply with what he demanded. They will collect points. Once they get to 100 points, they will either get information about their family members and or to see them from the window. Okay. So let me tell you, oh, you need to give you need to bring 7,000 pesos today. Of course, Clara was making like 4,500 Mm-hmm. Pass for to give an example he knew he was never gonna get there or oh, you're losing points and he will go on and off like oh so he's oh, just making di- up rules that suit him on the whim yes mm-hmm. yes 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 with all the money that Clara is giving him he bought a house he bought himself a car and he started doing taxi he was being a taxi driver Rebecca and Gabriela were only allowed to leave the room when they were going into the hospital to deliver the babies they conceive out of this abuse. Rebecca had a baby in October 2006. Gabriela had a baby in April 2007. Since now their family has grown, Mm. now because... There are two more people to feed. Jorge said, you need to bring more money. It's your responsibility. He didn't get them pregnant, the rapist. At this point, to meet his needs, Clara was working over 12 hours every day. Like, round the clock, round the week. Mm -hmm. On June 18, 2007, Jorge took Rebeca, Gabriela, and their babies to another house. After a confrontation, Clara has said, "I'm gonna report you. Whatever, whatever." Jorge thought, "Okay, this bitch is actually gonna do it.
1: Why would she notify him that she's gonna report him?"
0: Once they move, Clara lost. All the access to them. The little access that she had, she lost it. Every month, Jorge will come by Clara and collect her family money, you know, because she needed to provide in exchange of, again, information. When Clara asked Jorge to see her daughters and now granddaughters, Mm -hmm. Jorge would say no and he will disappear So in order to have like a regular information from him about the daughters and the babies, she will have to come like she will have to convince him to come and collect the money or he will come and demand the money. And this continued for two years. On 2011, six years after that first abuse on March 25th, Clara decided to report her. Finally. Six motherfucking years. Let me put this into perspective. Gabriela is now 21 years old. Rebecca is now 18 years old. She has not seen them for six years. Like, touched them in person. She never saw how they developed. She never saw how big they locked body. them in the room she kn- exactly but it's been two years that she didn't see them not even through a window yeah finally this woman come to her senses and her and her sister go to a bunch of departments i'm not talking about police she's talking about foundation she's talking about women's rights she's right, talking right. about just since official police report was never made against Jorge, many of these institutions claim to be unable to proceed. Clara and her sister wrote down 22 pages with all the details of Jorge's abuse. And on July 1st, 2011, Clara was allowed to officially report Jorge. So now that Clara had decided to report Jorge, they were able to charge him for kidnap, child labor, extortion, rape—a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. Mm-hmm. bunch, 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 bunch. Mm-hmm. Finally, on September 6, 2011, Clara received a phone call from the police asking her to go to the station to identify the people they have arrested. When she arrived, the place was full with journalists media. She was asked to sit in the waiting area among the media people. Shortly after a detective comes out called Clara's name she stands up and when the sister said can I come? The detective says no it will be only Clara. A few minutes pass and people is coming out of the door handcuffed and the last person to come out is Clara handcuffed as well, they are seated as if they're going to do a conference. At this second, police says they present them like these people have been charged with all the charges and also murder. When Clara hears murder, she turns around. She asks, murder of whom? These, at this very second, publicly, in front of the media, is when Lana found out that Jorge had murdered her daughter Rebecca and the baby Rebecca had shortly after they moved into the other house back in 2009. And this is when she finds out. not only he murdered them in the same room with Gabriela and the other baby, he kept the bodies in the same room for one whole month before disposing of them. What the fuck? I know. So why they arrest Clara? Because Jorge said, well, if you're arresting me, you should arrest her too, because he started saying stories. Oh, she loved it when she would hear, it will turn her on, when she <gasps> will did. hear the kids, uh, the other kids, and she knew it was love, but he will go I like, he would love to see Mexico. Also, let's all be honest. Six years. It did take her too long to say something to the police, but that's disgusting, though. Six years. So she's arrested. With him. And his family members that are also accused of being accomplices of these situations. Because apparently they knew he was doing this. Remember it was love. At this point, Jorge and Gabriela have four children together. One question, Gabriella said, rehearse answer. Like, I'm in this situation because of my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother is an awful mother. Uh, she doesn't deserve to be my mother. But that's
1: probably the kind of shit he was telling them while he was abusing them because remember, she didn't call the police for that to help them. And I would have believed it too. I mean, like, if you imagine you're in that situation, you're expecting. That, oh, shit, if my mother knew this was happening, she's going
0: to do something to help me. So much so that Clara stayed in prison for two years. And she was staying there solely on the from testimony. The daughter. From the Gabriela Gabriela was sent to therapy and why not and psychologists started proving that Gabriela has Stockholm what's that word syndrome whatever syndrome Stockholm uh, syndrome yes Mm -hmm. and that she was so abused by Jorge she will not believe anything else but what he told her so after two and a half years Clara was released from prison on 2014 Jorge Iniestra was sentenced to 241 years. Is that enough time? That's not enough time. (gasps) Guilty of kidnap, sexual assault, child abuse, and first-degree murder. Oh, my God. I hope, like... Of course, the extra machista media was, like... Claire was out and about. And she was the sole breadwinner. Working. Where?
1: Working, yeah.
0: You're going to tell me she had no interaction with anybody. Granted, Mexico. I can't... I, like, it's so sad that one, one word could justify all the fuckery that a woman could, could go through. Just because their society, their mentality, their culture, their I s- think- system, their legal system, it's just meant to... Fuck them over. I think
1: because we know that about Mexico, it makes us wonder if she was a victim too. But I also think, and I mean, we, we, we're we on the outside looking in, right? But we're people who are saying, nah, if that was me, I don't give a fuck i to find a way to, you it's know? It's very easy, it's easy from, from the outside. Cause we're on the
0: outside. From the outside. Of abuse yeah. to see this now. Clara's lawyer got her out because of all her history. Uh, of course, they discovered it was not only physical, she was sexually abused as well since she was 10 years old. So the likelihood <laughs> that she will continue on and that she will freeze by this mean, having like, to see happened, and hear their her kids and what about ricardo where is he did he say
1: anything in his mother's defense he
0: he would describe the things that they were doing like he proved yes we were eating from the garbage yes Mm. we were sleeping in the attic yes but also when they're asked he also questioned why if we were out and about. You never told reported him. this man. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jorge is like... Well, she liked it. He also claimed that they were having relationships too.
1: Ah, this is so disturbing. Oh, fucking disturbing. <laughs> I told you.
0: I told you. No,
1: but you know, this makes me not trust Clara. You know why? Exactly. It makes me not trust Clara because... Ricardo is... what Because of what Ricardo saying. Because as Ricardo is saying... He's but he could be making it up. Ricardo, the son? You understand? No, no, like no, no. Ricardo no, no cleans. Yeah, but if he's saying he also asked her why, why all those times when we went out you didn't say something, that means that he's seen for himself that she's out and about and not engaging people. Like but it would,
0: again, it like, would
1: make me trust Clara a little bit. Yeah. If Ricardo had said, oh, you know, for the first few years, anytime me and mom would leave the house, she would he will report be reported to. Uh, a, a policeman mm-hmm. or she would say something and then i will be like look she tried she tried, she tried. No.
0: but if he's no, no, saying no, 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 no. if he's no. saying
1: he never see her do it that's no. like well then you didn't do anything
0: I choose to understand and believe that because she has been a victim of abuse she just paralyzed and didn't know what to do but for six years you know so it's very unlike your usual bread and butter i was
1: expecting a champion i was expecting a mother to come out this woman to be a champion because your usual story is she marched up and down the street naked (laughs) with no shoes you know marching for years to get justice you want justice i was waiting for my call for justice so i'm uh, i'm very surprised at the turn of events here here's what i'll say and this is not gonna win me any fans For the people who are going to feel like Clara was also a victim of abuse. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, even if Clara was also a victim of abuse, she was also the adult in the situation. Charged with the responsibility to protect minors. Mm-hmm. And for that, I think that she did deserve those two years in jail. That's that's my statement. I'm not saying she should hold the weight of all of the abuse that mm-hmm. happened to them. Because mm-hmm. like we said, we don't know what she tried, if she tried to get help, if she didn't try to get help. We don't have anything. But what I'm trying to say is, is that she knew where they were. She was giving them money, giving them money, giving them money. She knew where... They, you know, when they left the house, she's giving him money, giving him money. She knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that for what Gabriella went through, Mm -hmm. her little two years in jail might feel like a little bit of justice for her as well. Because she was disappointed by her mother, who was supposed to come and save her. And I'm just trying to put myself in the mind of her. Not necessarily in the mind of Clara.
0: Of course. You
1: know, because she's the one who had to have four children for this fucking disgusting piece of shit.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that, that's a harsh statement to make. I know... Not only that, she saw <coughs> him killing because everything happened within the, the, the same that's walls. True. He killed the sister
1: and the baby and leave them in that room. for them. I he have to
0: stop. Him. I didn't want to find out that he was abusing those four children.
1: Yeah. That, that two years... If you didn't do anything to help them, that's the least you deserve. Yeah. yeah. I will say this in closing for today's episode. I just want everybody to keep their eye on the
0: prize, which is living with intention. I, I have the intention to cut the hands of this motherfucker that opens the door every fucking time we're recording. Honestly, I agree with Susanna. That is an intention I support. You know, but look
1: at her living with passion and intention. Okay? <laughs> and that's how you had to be. All right? That's how you mm-hmm. had to be. Have a goal. Even if it's to fuck up your neighbor. You know? Have a goal. And when we say have a goal, even if it's to fuck up your neighbors, we're not endorsing murder here. Okay. <laughs> it's like, um, to be I wanna say something, one last thing though before we close off is we have kind of intentionally not addressed
0: some very heavy things that happened in the last couple weeks. I'm so glad we didn't know. I'm
1: just going to say we're going to leave it like that. It's not that we don't care. Yes.
0: It's that we care too much. At this point, nothing that we say, it will make a difference. Now, if there is any way that anybody that is listening to this knows how these two people from Canada can help any of the victims however it is that we could help out tell us and is if it's within us within our possibilities possibilities, yes we will for sure for sure help i love the fact that not only sending prayers people are making more noise noise have to be made I, i can tell you from my end i am trying my very 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 best to provide the world with two less bitches. That's a solid contribution.
1: I'm not doing any such thing. Um, I have yeah. <laughs> I have no, I'm not doing anything like that. I, I, I feel the reason this one is just a little bit more difficult to deal with is because everybody feels stuck. And the reason you feel stuck is because there just doesn't seem a way forward based upon what the government has mm-hmm. prioritized as important. So it's almost like we're going to talk about it till we're sick and then it's just going to have another one. And it's going to have another mm-hmm. one. And that's the scary and very sobering thought about it. I agree with Susanna that I just don't think that there's anything we can say that's impactful unless we have information regarding mm-hmm. the right resources mm-hmm. that can actually help people. You know? Yep. And, and If we could be a part somehow of the conversation or of the movement Mm -hmm. towards getting the people the justice that they deserve, 100%. But what is that justice and how is it going to look like? Because you can't bring back people's children, you know what I mean?
0: The justice at this point, we have been forced to accept its change.
1: I don't know how we get there. This doesn't
0: happen Anymore,
1: So we just wanted to make sure people know it's not that we're in Canada and we're dumb and we don't know what's going on. We 100% know what's going on. In Canada,
0: we are dumb, but we do know.
1: But we do know, exactly. Uh We're in Canada, we're dumb, we do know what's happening. We're just choosing not to speak on it because what we want is something impactful. Mm -hmm. We don't want just to be talking. When we talk about it, it's because we want to have action steps. We want to be like, hey... There's gonna be this. We're signing a petition to do this. We're doing this. Y'all point us in the right direction. Yes, yes, and we're yes. happy to go. You know? We'll do it. Another we'll, thing will we'll help. We'll Another try. thing we point I mentioned to Susanna is there is a um a formula shortage in the States that I only found out about very recently. And we baby, would like to help. Yeah, like a formula. baby formula. Yes. And we would like to help because this formula in Canada and I found out that people who have friends in the States, what they've been doing is like packaging up formula and sending it to them. So if you know people who are suffering with this baby formula shortage, you know people who need help. Let us know. Like, point us in the right direction. We're always happy to mm-hmm. help people if mm-hmm. we are able to,
0: okay? We don't only have to wait till December to help Yeah, out. we don't
1: have to wait till Christmas to do it. You can do it and anytime. And, mm-hmm. and when, when I found out about this baby formula shortage, I was like, fuck. You know, and I think people just assume that women's breasts just always readily available. Like, some women cannot. Like, they
0: physically can't breastfeed. Like, Susanna's one. And so... Like I have to take <coughs> medication to breastfeed. Yeah. Look
1: what I got. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is, is that, you know, we want to help, but we really like being intentional with our help. And yes. we don't want to be wishy-washy. I think we can all agree thoughts and prayers are important, but the time for that has come and gone. So point us in the direction of, of something where we can help affect change. And
0: I am not and we'll be like... There.
1: Take us away, Susanna.
0: We know nothing, so please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at criminallyclueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real G. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so
1: we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be
0: clueless. But that's not a crime.
1: See you next week and hopefully I'll have a better voice by then. I'm happy to be back. (laughs)